Good morning, everyone. It is super exciting because what's today? Today is Fantabulous Friday. This is a great day for us to celebrate you. We're going to celebrate each other's wins, big or small. It does not matter. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss. I'm saying it like that because I noticed it says translated. It says naughty. It's Nani Boss, and I'm with two. Sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, sending good vibes out to the universe. Because when you send those good vibes, <laughs> excuse me, when you send those good vibes out, they are going to come back to you. And we've often chatted about this. And like if you wake up and you say, oh, I'm going to have a crappy day. Well, guess what? You're going to have a crappy day. So put out those good vibes and I'm just feeling like really good about some stuff, even though, you know, I'm still in the midst of doing my workout. I have to do my second workout and I can't wait to do that. But I thought we would start with a question. As a lot of people know, we are fast approaching our 500th episode. So the question would be, <coughs> excuse me, what, what is one thing that maybe the viewers or listeners don't know about me? Do you want to go first, Carol Sue? One thing that they don't know about me, and you've got to put me on the spot first, of course. Hmm, let me see. One thing that you don't know about me, I would have to say, that's a, that's a tough question. I got I to gotta really think about that because I'm pretty, I'm pretty open on everything I like. I'm pretty open on things I don't like. But if there was to say one thing that you don't know about me, that I absolutely love to do, uh, it would have to be, gosh, I don't know. I, there's just, I just spit out everything all the time. So I, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta think about that. And, and that's okay. So I'll share what maybe sure. one thing that people don't know about me. And I've often um, chatted with my little grandnephew, Jedrick, about this. I do not know how to curse a bright. Oh, that's true. You don't know. And I don't know why that is because you went to Catholic school. I and did. And I, what I do remember is that obviously I had a very difficult time, time with it. And I even had difficulty writing the letters <clears throat> and I could only write the letters in capitals, which is why I write for 60 years. I've been writing in capitals. The only thing I know how to cursive write is my signature. And that doesn't even like I'm like, mm, like I'm in yeah. first grade or something. So I funny don't know. That, funny that you said that because John, we were actually talking about cursive writing and John was saying the same thing. He only, he knows the signature and that's that he, and I love writing letters. So oh, maybe that may be something people don't realize because we, you know, we're on social media quite a bit. I do message people, but I love writing, absolutely love writing letters to people. And, you know, I think it's almost a lost art to a certain degree, but I think in doing that, I'm also practicing my cursive because I, I still cursive handwrite. Uh, I took after more of mommy's handwriting, just like our older sister has mommy's uh, handwriting. Um, so I would say uh, on that line, but I do like writing, I do like writing letters, like old fashioned, like just there's something about putting that stamp on and sending it out 
and the anticipation of when that receiver is going to receive it. Of course, we know snail mail lately. Uh, things are a little bit slow, but there, you know, and what I love is that 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 activity has been passed down to our, to Jedrick, our grandson. We've received two letters from him in the mail, and it's inspired me to get back into doing more writing. And he uh, he addresses the envelope, puts the stamp on it, and what he does in his letters, he lets us know how he's doing, but he's always teaching us something, something that he's learning about. And he, he, he'll write a, you know, like two pages and, you know, it is, it is a dying art and there's something to say, first of all, the most powerful document we have as a country is our constitution. And that is in cursive. So it's important to instill it, even though we understand a lot of schools are not teaching it. I would advise all parents to get on that bandwagon of teaching your child cursive. If, you're, if your school doesn't teach it, there are some schools that still do, but most do not. And that's to me is a shame because that's our founding documents of our country. And if you don't know how to write in cursive, sometimes you may not be able to read it then. And I just think getting back to that old fashioned, simpler time of you know, writing a letter, because there's something, there's something in the words of your passion there's also something about writing something down and it's a different it's almost like a different analogy in some regards because you know like when you're speaking it and then you're like oh i meant to say it this way or it didn't come out exactly how i wanted it to or i should have said more when you're sitting there in thought and in your own like i my own quiet time because i think it's it just feels good to be quiet and write the emotion or what you're truly feeling comes out a little bit different than if you were to speak it. Now, there, there nothing, nothing takes the place of hearing someone's voice and their passion, so I don't mean that. But there is something about taking someone on that journey with you and you document it in writing. There's just something magical about it. So I do, if, if that, that might be something people don't know about me, that I do absolutely love writing letters. And if you want me to write you a letter, just send me a message. Sorry, the plane going over right now. Uh, write me a message and I'll write you a letter, send me your address. And I, cause I do enjoy doing that. Sometimes it'll be, you know, a reconnection type of a letter, maybe something, a memory came up that I forgot about that, you know, just made me giggle or just, you know, again, just talking about, you know, what's going on in my life and I want to know what's going on with your life. So I do, I do love writing letters. That is awesome. And, you know, I, I, you had mentioned, uh, Catholic school and, you know, when we were going to catechism and I, I know it was Sister Mary, whatever her name was, and there was an issue at school one day and it was around number one, writing because she wanted everybody to write in cursive. I didn't know how to, I had to write it out in the way I do. And because of the spelling of my first name. Well, Sister Mary, whatever her name is with the ruler, went whack on my hand and I ran out of the room to the principal's office and they called mommy. Needless to say, Barbara came down there and she gave um, gave them holy hell kind of. And yeah. the long and short of that. You, didn't, you <laughs> yeah. don't mess around with Barbara. <laughs> oh no, she, she was the mama bear. If there ever was a mama bear, yeah. And so that's what started them. Okay, you know, we'll give her a pass or whatever it was. 
And then she, I remember her mom had the, uh, my birth certificate just to show them again that my name was spelled J-A-N-I-S. So, and I do that, you know, somebody says, hey, what's your name? Oh, it's Janice, J-A-N-I-S. I've done that all my life, so. Right, well, and it's funny because even the same, I think mom, our mom likes things her way a little different and my name is spelled in the masculine sense. That's two R's and two L's, hyphen Sue. But then I've got some documents that say Susan Carol, and then I have other documents that say Carol Sue, which we know now it's it is actually Carol Sue, um, but she spelled it two R's and two L's. So again, because I was due around Christmas time, and I was born obviously on Elvis Presley's birthday, which is January eighth. So you know we. Uh, funny how your parents when you think about different things that your parents would do that you think hmm, why do they do that there was always a method to their madness you right know, and i know said, for instance like my i was named after and, and mommy used to tease me and say oh you were named after janice joplin but it was actually uh yeah. a friend of theirs who lived in west haven not far from aunt mary and uncle rocco um that's right i remember the janice house stolen yes yeah and it's just funny, and and she also spells it the same way. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's just it's just it's just funny how those things pop up. But you know, Fantabulous Friday, you know, is a day to kind of rewind. How was your week? You know, how was your Monday mindset? What did you triumph on Tuesday? Did you participate in Wealth Wellness Wednesday or have that great conversation and understanding the importance of having a good, healthy relationship with money? Or as we talked about last night, trending Thursday. And, and all those things are paramount that you have a successful week that within those themes that you find milestones or indoor stepping stones that are going to bring you to the milestones that are going to bring you to the bigger goals. Because we know that no matter the journey, some journeys, you know, if you're not realistic to understand that some goals and the journey to get to them are longer than others, we got to be kind to ourselves. So if you've got this big journey or this big, you know, big journey that's going to this bigger goal, you know, it's naturally going to probably take you longer. That's okay. Put that on your long-term goals. If you have something that is a quick short-term goal, but I mean, short, 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 I even call it a mini goal. Like if that means, you know, I got to organize that drawer today. I keep, I, every time I go in there, like it gets jammed. I got too much junk in there. I never have time. And I'm always in a hurry when I, I'm always in a hurry when I go in it. Well, you know what? You accomplished that and you cleaned it out. That's a small little stepping stone because when you clean out, I always say, start with a drawer. And the reason why I start, say, start with a drawer is because a drawer is always leads to another organization project. That's a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger. So, uh, you know, a little drawer might lead you to a cabinet. A cabinet might lead you to a closet. A closet might lead you to your basement or your garage. So there's all these different stepping stones because there's a good feeling to declutter, to get rid of things, um, not only in the physical sense from organizing your home, but for your body self, for your mind self. So we have people that are continually, you know, we're all work in progress. We're works in progress. So whether it's a transformation that you are looking, whether it's just to tone up, whether it's to get back on the healthy train of, of getting that movement in, um, look at your week and did you take the necessary steps to bring you to some small goals? 
Absolutely. And goals are a part of our foundation and how we go forward with anything. I mean, yeah, I was up early this morning. I, I obviously did get a lot done, but you know, first and foremost is my health because I couldn't, I cannot do what I do if I don't take care of myself. And I think that's really paramount. And when you were talking about drawers, <coughs> excuse me, I was kind of laughing because, you know, I've got that corner um, cabinet in the kitchen. I have, you know, pulling stuff out of there yesterday. I'm like, Jesus, I got to go through this stupid thing again. So I have to do that. That's definitely on my list. And, you know, every time Gary's um, bureau with all his stuff in it, I think every other month I have to go through and neaten everything up. He's like, where is this? Where's that? You know, he's one of those that's. Yep. John's the same way. Oh my God. But anyway. Well, what I did, I did the big deep drawer this week of all my Tupperware stuff. I had talked about that and I finally just yanked everything out and I matched all the tops because I think we have a tendency to throw out the bottoms if they get yucky. I don't know why we save onto the tops, right? The lids. So I took everything out. I also had a lot of the kids stuff there when they come, like their different cups and goofy things they like. So I removed all that, put that away. I'll bring them back out when they visit, but I didn't want it in the drawer. I was taking too much room. And then I actually went and I said, okay, how can I make this efficient and condense it and, and keep, still keep it organized? Because before I was trying to do one uh, container to put all the lids in. And then you, like you say, you start fumbling and you're looking for that one lid and you can't find it. So I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So I said, how, you know, and then you think about like how much Tupperware do you need? And in the Tupperware drawer, I also had to-go containers. Now I like a, a good con uh, to-go container because, you know, we got people coming over, they want to take some leftovers. So I said, you know, I don't want to get rid of those because they do come in handy. So I, but I removed them from there and I put them on the very top of my kitchen, like a cabinet top shelf that I don't normally use because I'm not going to use them all the time. So that made some room. Then what I did was I sorted everything out and I, and I have, I think two or three sets that can go inside of each other. So I did that, okay. gave me more room. Uh, one set, which I love, actually holds all the lids on top. They eat neat, the way they're sized, they neatly fit inside one another. So I organized those, put those all together. And then on my really small ones where I had maybe odd medium ones, I put all the small ones within the medium ones. So now I can look, I can see, it's not so jam-packed. It's the drawers, drawer is not getting jammed anymore. And it's a deep drawer. So for it to get jammed, you know, there's a lot of crap in there, right? So everything's all organized and neat and tidy. And was it a huge project? No, but it was one that was bugging me. And I mm -hmm. felt really good after because it's all neat. And then I ended up with only probably about seven extra lids. One I kept because it's a true Tupperware one. And I know I've got the bottom somewhere. All the other, the rest of them I said, get rid of them. Just get rid of them. Don't think about it. Get rid of them. So I was really excited about that. I reorganized my closet a little bit. Didn't like have to do a, a, a total revamp, but you know, I was getting a little, a little cray cray. So I wanted to get ahead of it before I got too cray cray. I got that accomplished. And then in my office, I did, I had like four or five boxes of product that I had to go through, organize it, you know, put it by date and then break down the boxes. So I did that. So I was very happy about that. I also started my therapy. So I got, I really, I'm very, 
pretty proud of myself this week. As well as you should be. That's awesome. And how is your therapy going? My therapy is going very well. I feel stronger every day. And, you know, I'm grateful that I don't have any tears. I felt so bad because I have another friend who was supposed to have an MRI. And then she goes, oh my God, I got the exact same thing you do in the shoulder. And sure enough, she does have a tear. So so she does need surgery. So shout out to Andrea, but she's not going to do this. She's not going to do the surgery till I think closer to September because she's already got some trips in the works. So she doesn't want to miss out on that. But she's an avid bike rider. She's an avid pickleball player. Uh, She's also... Play, you know, we play, we're uh, playing the same bowling league. So she's, she's a little bit bummed. So I feel, you know, I feel, I feel bad for her because obviously, you know, I had three things going on. And so far, you know, I think that they can all three be managed with some heavy duty therapy and the things that I'm not quite having therapy on yet. I know what to do. So I'm, I'm working my stretch bands. I'm definitely getting a good workout and doing a lot of laps and just, you know, different movements within the pool. So it's already, you know, because I want to get back to where I can really do a good workout. I haven't been able to do a really good workout in months because of this. But now I'm feeling, I'm feeling like, okay, now I've got a plan. Before when you're on hold with between x-rays and MRIs and doctor's appointments, and you don't really know what's going to happen. So I feel really good about now I've got a plan and now I'm implementing the plan. How many of you get a plan and then you don't implement it? Part of implementation. Part of implementation is the act of actually doing it. Easy to say, right? Sometimes hard to implement, but you have to take that step to implement what you're doing. And someone recently said, you know, through your vision, there's perseverance. In perseverance, there is vision. So again, another play on words, but let that be the foundation for you to, you know, go forward and reach your goals. And who knows, maybe you get to that fork in the road and you decide not to go this way because, you know, that was your intention, but this way looks better. That's okay. Celebrate it all. Be fantabulous. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, ready to do workout number two. And I am with two this is, and this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss. We wish you a great, great weekend. You know, utilize things that are around you to enhance your life with goodness, kindness, passion. Always put your best foot forward. And you know what? There are going to be times, you know, you're going to have to derail a little bit. You're going to have to pivot. Do not worry. Take the pivot. Still pat yourself on the back because even taking the step to know that you got to pivot is a step. With that, we wish you a great weekend and we will see you Monday for Monday Night Mindset. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.